Welcome to another edition of the Music City Drive-In brought to you by GeekVibeNation.com. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue our trend of talking about the Oscars. Today's episode is going to feature the 2019 Oscar race, and we're going to talk about the best picture. We're going to talk about best director. We're going to talk about best actor. And then we're going to talk about best actress. We're going to talk about who we thought should have won of, of what was nominated. And then we're going to talk about who we think was snubbed in each and every one of these categories. And we're going to give you our thinking behind each and every selection. So hopefully you have been enjoying us going through each and every Oscar season. So let's go ahead and dive right in to the 2019 Oscar season. I'm going to kick it off here with a rather, uh, let's kick it off with the easy one. Let's go best actress. Um, and Jacob, I will let you have the, well, hold on. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Give me one second here. Let me, uh, list the nominees for you first, like a gentleman. So best actress category had Glenn Close for the wife. We had Melissa McCarthy for can you forgive me? We had Yalitza Apricio. Yep. Yalitza Aparicio. There we go. And then for Roma, and then we had a Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and then we have the winner, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. All right, so the first question to you, Jacob, is who should have won out of those five? So out of these five, um, it's probably the least, the least talked about that I think should have won. But for me, she gave one of the top two best actress performances of, of that year, and that's Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um you know, it was it's a hard year for her because she was in what I think is probably one of the best movies of the year and was also in what was one of the worst movies of the year in the <laughs> Muppets Go Crazy. Half time um, murders. Yeah. But uh but I mean her performance in Can You Ever Forgive Me is so it it's so different than anything she's ever done. And it's it really reminded me of like a Jonah Hill Jonah Hill-esque sort of revitalization of his career um, when he did Moneyball. I mean, it's very nuanced, it's very subtle, but it's incredibly strong and incredibly heartfelt at the same time. Um, you know, you feel for her as a character and, you know, you feel for Lee going through her life. Um, and I, I mean, I really enjoyed her. But for me, that's who I would have given it to. I was glad Olivia Coleman won it. I still personally don't think she was a lead. I think they all should have ran as supporting, but I understand them, you know, wanting to get that uh, get that win out there. And then Yalitza Aparicio, she was great also. She was probably be my runner up. All right. So for me, I think what I like here, obviously my winner would have been um... I, I did not also not hate uh, Olivia Coleman winning. I was just happy Glenn Close didn't win, to be honest with you, because her yep. performance in The Wife was just rough. It was a tough watch. And I thought that this was going to be like a Leonardo DiCaprio type year where he won for The Revenant because it's like, oh, my God, you've been you know nominated so or many like times. Or like Renee Zellweger winning for Judy. That too. But that still doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> um, but my win would have been very easy. Um it would have been Lady Gaga, Star is Born. Um, that her performance is phenomenal. Um, Olivia Coleman would have been my runner up. All right, now Jacob, for the hard question, who was your snub, and who would you replace that person? You'd have to take one person out of the best actress category and substitute them with your other person. Who's the sub, and who are you taking out? So this one, it's actually not hard for me at all. Nope. Um, I didn't I'm think taking, it would be. <laughs> taking Glenn Close out, I'm sorry. 
and I'm replacing her uh, with Elsie Fisher from Eighth Grade. Um, I mean, Eighth Grade, it's one of my favorite movies, basically, of all time. I think it's one of the best coming-of-age films of all time. I think this film overall got completely shafted by the awards. Um, Bo Burnham should have been... Out of everything, Bo Burnham should have got at least a screenplay nomination, at the least. Um, You know, I think this film, in probably any other year, with a better push... I mean, this is a year where A24's push was terrible, and it's been terrible ever since they won with Moonlight, um, which I don't know why. I guess they put all their marketing into Moonlight, winning Best Picture, but... It is what it is. Elsie Fisher gave such an honest, such a real performance. Um, it was so heartfelt. It was so funny. It was so true. I mean, there were things that she did that I personally remember feeling when I was that age. And there's things that she did in that movie that I remember feeling now. Like, it's one of the most like grounded in reality performance we got all year. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big time fan of that film as well. Um, it ranked rather high. I think it ranked uh, number nine in my favorite movies of that year. Uh, I go to another one, um, another one. I take the same person out. I take Glenn Close out for the wife, uh, and I don't apologize for it. So um, <laughs> 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 Jacob apologized very nicely. But mine is Amanda Steinberg for The Hate You Give. Um, her performance was absolutely just amazing um i i can't rave about her performance enough in this film it's heartwarming it's heartfelt it's raw it's emotional it's riveting um she really just took this two-hour film and put it on her shoulders and it was just breathtaking it's a troubling film it's a traumatizing film at that and it's hard to watch at certain parts and that's just the type of film that this is. But her performance was beautiful. I still think Hornsby, uh, Hornsby was also snubbed in the Best Supporting Actor role there. But I loved her performance. I, I would hands down had had uh, nominated her for this. To be honest with you, I would have taken I would have taken Aprico out and 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 close out and put in Fisher and Steinberg in a heartbeat. So let me uh, let me let me remind the audience on January second, twenty nineteen. Ricky Valero said, Elsie Fisher is a star, period, end of story. She better get an Oscar nod or I will riot. That was his letterbox review. (laughs) I was was serious, guys. I still feel that way. Um, I love Steinberg and I love Fisher. I think they both should have been nominated hands down. I just feel like the the Academy has problems nominating younger actresses, um, younger actor and or actresses, period. So it's kind of it's kind of depressing. But. Uh, moving right along, we're going to slide right into the best actor category. Um, William Defoe for Eternity's Gate was nominated. Uh, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Christian Bale for Vice. Bradley Cooper for A Star is Burn. And some idiot won for best actor named Rami Malek for Bohemian Trash City. Um, so I have a massive problem with the 2018 Oscars for one big reason, and that's because one of the worst films won for nominated. As Jacob friendly was a friendly reminder that it was the film with the most wins in 2018, and it was one of the worst films that came out that year. Um, Rami Malek's performance—if you put it side by side to Bradley Cooper, 
you really just you can't even say anything. Bradley Cooper it was pales, at, it pales in comparison. Like you have a guy up there playing guitar. You have a guy up there that wrote some of the music. You have a guy up there that's giving a heartfelt performance throughout the entire film, and he's just ripping your heart out while he's singing. Changed his voice completely, tone, and he just killed it. And instead, they give the Oscar to Rami Malek for lip singing and his fake teeth. Obviously, if you have not figured out by now, Bradley Cooper would have been my winner. Jacob, who would have been your winner out of these five? Same here, same for me. Um, Brad, it's Bradley Cooper. I I watched part of Stars Born yesterday, not yesterday, the other day. Um, didn't get all the way through it, but that's for other reasons, um, not the film wise. But yeah, I mean, just the whole performance by Jackson Maine. I mean, the Bradley Cooper was just incredible. If you go back and you watch the clip of where they played the Oscar moments, you get Bradley Cooper coming up, giving one of the most heartfelt moments, a real, honest, raw, tears flowing from his eyes moment. And then right after you get Rami Malek just air screaming, fake playing a piano, fake singing. It's just, you know, I, I, Rami Malek's a great actor. You know, he's a great actor. He might one day down the line win another oscar he might have one day down the line won an oscar but the fact that he won this just because he was freddie mercury around a film that overall had so many problems with it the director um you know having to bring someone else in just the whole film it wasn't even that greatly you know praised um to get that win i mean he won because of freddie mercury's name that was it that was all it was and uh bradley cooper should have just taken it away it shouldn't have been any question i agree a thousand percent um so i'm gonna switch it over to you to who was snubbed and who would you have taken out for that person that you're gonna talk about okay so for me i've got a few um i think i've got two two big snubs the first one will be Creed 2, which might not have been an Oscar movie, but uh, Michael B. Jordan's performance in that was absolutely phenomenal, um, especially with the path that this movie took, the path of him you know, getting beat. Just that scene in the hospital with him and arguing with uh, Rocky and just him busted up, just crying and screaming at him. I mean, it was incredible it was one of the best things i saw all year um but the one that should have been the more oscar-worthy film is ryan gosling in first man um you know his portrayal of neil armstrong it sucks because neil armstrong himself was just a very closed off person so ryan gosling i mean he played neil armstrong to a t but it's just because of neil armstrong's personality i think it wasn't that flashy of a performance um but I mean, the subtleties were there. Everything, you know, the heartbreak, the mo- the quiet, tender moments. I mean, Gosling just absolutely nailed every single step of the way. Um, for me, I would have liked both of them in. I would have taken out Viggo Mortensen and Rami Malek and put them both in. Um, if I had to just take out one, I would take out Rami Malek and put in, uh, I was about to say Damien Chazelle, put in Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Uh, for First Man, 
But yeah, I mean, I would have easily taken both out and putting both of those guys in. All right. So before I do anything else, Jacob, you have your phone handy, right? Yes, I do. All right. So I just sent you a picture. Jacob and I oftentimes can be heard fighting about stupid movies, but I wrote mine down. He didn't know who I was going to talk about. What does mine say? Yours says, best actor, Michael B. Jordan, Creed Two, Ryan Gosling, First Man. Yeah, so it's not even a question for me. Uh, Ryan Gosling, hands down, First Man as a collective whole, was robbed. Period. There's no question about it. Um, Ryan Gosling, to me, obviously, I think would have been 1B in this, in this race um, behind only Bradley Cooper, in my opinion, I, I think. I agree. Um, I would have taken Rami out and Defoe out, and I would have put Jordan and Gosling in. But like with uh, what you said, I would take uh, Gosling as my number one. And to be honest with you, like I wouldn't have been mad if Ryan Gosling would have beaten Bradley Cooper because the performance was was really damn good. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with Rami Malek winning because Rami Malek's performance was terrible. But you're right. Right. The, thing, yeah. the thing about it is, is Rami Malek wins because of who he was portraying in the film. And it's kind of crazy to me because if you think about it, Ryan Gosling was portraying in some people's head, you know, an American hero. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's kind of funny that you go down that road. But this was easier for me. Um, same to you guys. Ryan Gosling's performance. I remember seeing that in IMAX. And I... I was stunned by how great that film was. Uh, we, we could talk about how Hurwitz was robbed for a score, by the way, too. Oh, um, I, funny, funny story real quick. We all know that Hurwitz and Chazelle, they work together on pretty much everything, right? Hurwitz's birthday is actually the same day as my birthday. They announced the, the Oscar nominations on my birthday, the 22nd that year. And Hurwitz did not get nominated. It was kind of troubling because I took it to heart more than probably he did. But um, it, that was just a random tidbit out of nowhere. But uh, he was robbed. He was completely robbed. He probably should have won. I don't even remember what won best score that year. But Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording and hosting. And distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if if you've always wanted to start a podcast making money to do it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Um, so now that the best actors out of the way, now oh, best, best original score was Black Panther. No, it, I love Black Panther's score, but it wasn't better. Uh, it wasn't better than, than this. Um, all right. So p- pivoting here to best director, um, 2018, we saw, uh, Yorgo Lanthimos for the favorite Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Powell, Paul Kowalski for Cold War, Adam McKay for Vice, and Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Um, Jacob, I'll let you kick this off. Um, who should have won? Oh, this should last all three seconds. Who should have won is who did win Alfonso Cuaron um, 
he gave such a heartfelt and just real honest portrayal of his time growing up in Mexico. He, you know, he brought back a style of film that was big in like the 40s and the 30s and hadn't been big in such a long time in a neorealist film. Uh, You know, he he shot in Mexico. It was a foreign film. He had almost no professional actors and just brought together so much just impactful and powerful just storytelling it's just it's a it's a story of real life that's all that's all it really comes down to is it's a story of real life and real struggles and real problems and the fact that he did you know all of his own cinematography the fact that he wrote it the fact that he directed it you know everything about it We'll we'll get into this in a second, but I think this film I this film won three awards, and I think it still got kind of shafted in a lot of places. Um, but Alfonso Cuarón for me. Now, since he did win, I will give a second one, and I think Spike Lee. If it wasn't Cuarón, it should have been Spike Lee. Um, Black Klansman was such a cleverly and impactfully uh, crafted film in general. I think Spike Lee kind of. You know, I I had grown up always knowing him as, you know, the guy who sits at the Knicks games. And then out of nowhere, I was like, oh, he's at, he's an actual, like, real director. And then he comes out of nowhere with this, to be honest, for me at least. And this got me looking at all of his older movies, all of, you know, going back to the 90s and everything he did then. And I think this is one of his best work. Okay, so for me, hands down, Spike Lee should have won this, no doubt about it. I, I out of the five nominated, I would rank rank them Klansman favorite, Vice, Roma, Cold War. That's how I'd probably rank my nominees of how I think it should have won. Um, Klansman was fantastic. It was you're right. You put the nail on the head right there with it's clever, it's smart, it tells an impactful story in a way of which I'm not sure we ever saw like like the way he told the story and him telling the story um, was phenomenal in, in, in that as well. So for me, hands down, it should have been him. Um, so now for snub. Okay. So I have two snubs here and I'll, and I'll kick off the snubs. My two snubs obviously are Bradley Cooper for a star is born. And then of course, Damien Chazelle for, for first man. Um, both of these were robbed. If I had to go one, I do think the direction in First Man is a hair better than A Star is Born, so I would easily throw that in there. But for me, I would kick out Koran and Paul Paolo Kowalski for Cold War and throw in Chazelle and Cooper in a heartbeat. Um, To be honest with you, I truly think that I thought Cooper was going to get nominated considering he was nominated for everything and won a lot of different things across the way um and i truly believe that he should have probably won the oscar as well but um for me it was it's it's bradley cooper it's damon chazelle first man a star is born both should have been in and i already gave you my two out so jacob give me your uh the director that you would sub and then of course you think who was snubbed so you had you had two I'm going to up it. I have three, actually. Um, I agree with your two. Uh, Damien Chazelle should have been in. I mean, just the technical aspect of First Man should have gotten him that director nom. 
Um, I don't know how this film did as poorly as it did, but uh, Damien Chazelle's work on that film was just breathtaking. Um, I do think Bradley Cooper should have been in, but I will counter it with saying I did have it, it was a first time effort. So I under I completely understand it. Um, I did have some issue with the middle section of A Star Is Born. Just it seemed like the beginning was perfect, the ending was perfect. I have perfect, a problem with I, you, Jacob. I have a problem with you. Okay. I'm that sorry. middle section covered sorry. covered so much time and just was going so fast. I feel like, and I understand that he's wanting to you know fit everything in and try to get the whole story across, but um, I do think there were enough issues to kind of push him to the side um but i still think he should have been in my third one is a film that i've already talked about just got absolutely robbed and that's eighth grade bo burnham's you know you you've got a guy who's a i think he was 28 at the time a 28 year old uh male who was a one of the biggest and most influential youtube stars creating a movie about a girl in eighth grade, writing it, directing it, you know, doing everything with it and having it be as good as it, what it was. I mean, it's just, it's what he did in that film was just so phenomenal in general. Um, you know, I think like I've already said, he got, he got the short end of the stick a lot with this movie, uh, when it came to awards. And I think this is one that he should have gotten in. Yeah, uh, I, that's not that's not bad. Uh, so, did you, who did, who are the three you're taking out, or two, or three, or how many? Three, three. Uh, so you're I'm, taking out. Uh, let me guess. The favorite Cold War and Vice. Yes, hey, killed it. Oh, hey, and you want to know what? One more, one more, just to talk about it would have been John Krasinski for A Quiet Place. I totally agree, hundred percent. Totally, a thousand percent. I'll tell you what. That was a hell of a year for first time directors. Uh. Well, I'll give John Krasinski a first time, but yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, he did. Uh, well, I mean, you still you had you had what you had Ari Aster, yeah, uh, Hereditary. You had Bradley Cooper, Star Is Born. Yeah. You had Bo Burnham. You had. Let me look and see if there's any else. I'm sure you had more. I just can't see them in front of me right now. But yeah, I know I agree. Yeah. There were a lot of first time directors that year. All right, transitioning to the last category um, for best picture, um, we had nominees: Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, A Star Is Born, Black Panther, The Favorite, Roma, and Green Book. Um, Jacob, I know you have a lot to say, so I will gladly let you kick it off on who you thought should have won because. We already know the answer. I think Roma should have been the first foreign film to ever win the Oscar uh, for Best Picture. I'm incredibly happy that Parasite won it this year, but Roma should have gotten it. You know, what Quran did, that film really was winning everything leading up to it, and then it just hit the Oscars, and they just... I don't know. I guess they just didn't connect with it. And I, I completely understand it. I completely understand people not connecting with the film. But if you really sit down and watch it and just kind of take it in and make it into your own, put yourself into their shoes. I mean, it really, like I said, it's just a story about life. It's a story about, you know, life, loss, love, 
everything you could ever imagine. It was so beautifully crafted, impactfully done. It was wonderfully acted by every single person. And like I said, these were people who had never been acted before. I mean, Yelitsa Aparicio showed up with her friend who was auditioning for the movie. Karan saw her, liked her enough, and then she gets an Oscar nom out of it. I mean, it's just incredible. You know, that all the technical side to it, um, just everything about it, the production design, uh, the story, the, you know, the directing, just everything about it. It's one of my favorite movies probably of all time. And I think it's, personally, I think it's one of the best made movies of all time. Well, that's not true. Uh, glad we both have opinions. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I said uh, personally. Uh, no, no, I, I got to give you a hard time every time you talk about that mediocre film. Uh, okay, so for me, um, my favorite film of the year was A Star is Born. Um, I still think that out of all these films, I would have picked that. Um, I didn't hate Green Book. I don't hate Green Book winning. Um, I was not mad about Green Book winning. Um, as long as it wasn't Bohemian Rhapsody, I was pretty would have been pretty pleased with it. Um, I'm very happy. Parasite was the very first film, foreign film, to ever win Best Picture because it's rightfully so, as it's one of the greatest films ever made. Um, in my opinion, there you go. I said that for you, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, for for me though. A Star is Born, Black Klansman, I would have been okay with either one of those. Um, I, I was okay with Green Book. Um, so for me, uh, Best Picture, Sub Outs, um, I actually have two here. Um, for me, uh, I have A Quiet Place, which I, I didn't put it in director only because I was going to put it here for picture. Um, a Quiet Place was robbed, um, highly robbed of a Best Picture nominee. Um, I really feel like of the movies in the best picture category, I, I struggled to, let's see, two, four, six, with eight. So we could have made a 10 easily with obviously my two, my two choices here. Um, I would have been okay taking out um, Bohemian Rhapsody, obviously. And that's really the only film that I would really subbed out um, for me. I, I thought the rest of the films were worthy of the best picture nominee. The other film, obviously, is a film we've talked about several times, and that's First Men. First Men is one of the best films of the year. Um, but for me personally, I I would have preferred Quiet Place only because I feel like that was that would have been the perfect spot for the recognition for that film that it actually deserved. Maybe you didn't want to go div give it director, and maybe you didn't want to give it any acting awards and or nominees, and that's fine. But the film actually genuinely deserved to be nominated for Best Picture. So Quiet Place, First Men, those are the two films that I would have put in there. I would have only taken out Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I would have been okay with the rest being in there. I would have made it a nine film year. But uh, Jacob, what you got? Obviously, I'm sure at least one of these films is going to be eighth grade, right? So what else do you got for us? Yeah, so I've got, I'll tell you, I've got two, two definite I think should have been in and two that I feel uh, could have been in probably should have been in my two that i'm definite feel like definitely should have been in are actually spider-man into the spider-verse and eighth grade um personally i still think into the spider-verse is one of if not the best animated film of all time 
it you know it kind of revitalized the comic book genre it's one of the you know it's just of that year i mean it was the best animated film um i think it got a terrible release date being released around christmas to where um you know it was just it was hard for people to really get to it and i think it had uh it just an awful just oscar push behind it i don't think sony really understood what they had uh with that movie and i think it could have been best picture um potential if it would have gotten a much better uh kind of go of it and then of course eighth grade i think eighth grade could have easily been in here should have easily been in here um for me i would have taken out uh bohemian rhapsody and green book and replaced both of those um and then i would take out vice and put in first man for everything we've already said uh and then let me look through i really liked vice a whole lot i thought i thought vice was christian bale's movie i think i just i think adam mckay took a lot of the bad parts of his first movie the big short and touch more on those than touching on the good parts of big short which i still liked vice i still gave vice i think three and a half or four stars um but it wasn't as good as his first one and i didn't think it i think it got in by name um another film that i could have seen get in probably should have got in and it's another film we completely forgot about first time director and that is can you ever forgive me with maria heller um i mean it got two it got two acting great movie it got two acting noms (laughs) um it got a screenplay nom it was uh you know it was great direction could have been in for best picture um but the two that i will go with are going to or the you know what i'll go three are going to be take out vice for first man take out green book for eighth grade and take out uh bohemian rhapsody for spider-man into the spider-verse all right, before we go, let's rank the eight nominee, eight Best Picture nominees in order. Go. All right. Uh, first off, I'm going Roma, you know, head and heels uh, above the rest. Second, I'm going to go Star is Born. And then I will go Black Klansman, The Favorite, uh, Black Panther. No. Put the no, actually, yeah, Black Panther, Vice, Green Book, and Bohemian Rhapsody. I think that's all eight. All right, for me, it would go something like this: uh, Stars Born one, give me Black Klansman two, give me The Favorite three, give me Vice four, give me Black Panther five. Give me Green Book 6, give me Roma 7, and then give me Bohemian Rhapsody bringing up the rear. Uh, All right, folks, do us a favor. Head on over to Geek Vibe Nation. Those guys pump out articles like it's crazy. They've been pumping out a lot of content, especially on their Twitter, uh, at Geek Vibes Nation. Um, They've been doing a lot of uh, pick your favorite this, pick your favorite that. I've really kind of enjoyed being a part of those. Um, It's fun seeing a lot of tweets during this time where, you know, we could – easily find things to do and uh they're helping us preoccupy our time with that uh head on over to nashvillenoise.com uh support Cotty and her amazing website over there give her a follow on twitter at Cotty hallwell 
Give Jacob a follow at MCDI underscore. Uh, Jacob, give myself a follow at Ricky Valero underscore. And then give the show a follow at MCDI pod. We plan on doing these and going back every year until we will stop whenever that will be. So I hope you tune in for each and every single one of these. I have a blast talking about the Oscars. I've been posting some articles about these years um, up over at the Geek Vibe Nation and as well as the MusicCityDriveIn.com. Make sure to check them out. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. And stay safe.